Yep, it's me! I'm a timekeeper! It's Loki, episode four, <laughs> the nexus point. I'm Sparks Witty, and this is Ryan Eliopoulos. I'm also a timekeeper. And and there's Brandon McClure, and his background is normal. <laughs> I'm not a timekeeper. His clothes are normal. No, but you might be can. <laughs> I am wearing I am wearing green though. You know, <laughs> yeah. You know, guys. Oh. Dang, that's a good shirt for you. Isn't um, that great? Dang, that's you really know, funny. <laughs> you know, guys, when when they announced Disney Plus Marvel shows, and they announced Loki, I didn't think Loki was going to be like my top. Yeah, Loki's my top so far, y'all. A hundred percent. Loved Wandavision. Yeah. Enjoyed things about Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, Loki is just like consistently blowing me out of the water right now uh mm -hmm. and i'm like man i'm sitting here like in two episodes can can you clear this finish line baby can you just like take this all the way home and i i think they just might folks yeah I, where, where 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 i was at with falcon winter soldier about the same time i said that if they could nail the ending you know it could be my favorite but about episode four i started to realize that there's no way they can make this they can hit the landing there's just right. too much that they've set up. There's just too much that they're not de dealing with. It's not going to happen. But I can clearly see a path for Loki to just nail it. It's hard for me to imagine they don't. Um, yeah, uh, this is definitely my favorite episode of the series. This might be my favorite episode of all the, the MCU shows. Like, Mine too. Like, like, I, again, like, I love that first episode of Loki so much. And, like, I didn't think they were going to recapture, like, that feel and like this episode just went so hard uh, this could have been the honestly this could have been the finale of the show well that was the thing you and i were both saying as it was happening when we were watching when these guys other. show up you're like oh we're here oh oh we're oh, here yeah because like well we see them teased at the beginning of the episode i'm like cool cool we're probably gonna see those guys again in the finale mm -hmm. and then the end of the episode they're like yo we're back and i'm like what yeah. <laughs> um, so much happened in this episode um, it's it's weird to have a six episode series that also is like, yeah, but even we're not going to go filler. Yeah. Like we're just we're just going. We're just going. And I'm like, you were already going. You're only six episodes. Yeah. And you're still just like hitting it. Like I and it just makes me think like if they went again, if they went this hard on this episode, like what what's what do we have left? Like they're this is crazy. Well, clearly, the reveal, clearly a lot more than we thought. Yeah. The reveal at the end of this episode makes you think that there's so much more happening. Yeah. Um I, uh, like we went on the Mephisto train hard, uh, and you know, that was all fun and I'm, I'm on the Kang train. I'm on the Kang, I'm, I'm on Kang station right now. I'm on the station. Unlike I Mephisto. Think, yeah. Uh, unlike Mephisto. I don't, I just, I, I could see how Mephisto wouldn't fit into WandaVision. Even when I was like, Mephisto's probably WandaVision. I don't yeah, see yeah. how Kang doesn't show up at the end of the show. Especially with this reveal this early. Yeah. I don't, cause now we don't have a big bad anymore. And it's not going to be Ravona, who who's like the main timekeeper lady. Right. Like she is a, she's an antagonist, but she is not the main bad guy. Right. Uh, so like shit's got to get revealed. Uh, and I don't think it's just going to be some random person. It can't be. It can't yeah. just be some random person because then that'd be really disappointing. Because someone has like, oh, it's, it's Jim. And okay. and with how much and with how much time we have left with the show, it also can't be someone who like we're only going to spend a single episode with. Yeah. Like they're clearly being built up for something bigger in the MCU. Yeah. Which that sounds a lot to me like Kang. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, the idea is is because the so the the one of the one of the big reveals of this episode is that the timekeepers are robots. So someone has to be controlling these robots. 
Yeah, uh, I made the the Wizard of Oz analogy like like yes, previous episodes, and like as soon as those doors open and it was like foggy, and I'm like, oh, this is so fake. Oh mm -hmm. my god, this is the fakest shit ever. And then you have Big Mister Lizard Man, and I can't understand what he's saying, and I'm like, this is so fake. I thought they were gonna be holograms, yeah. like like a Snoke or something. Right. But the fact that they're robots is even better. Because then, how do you know if you're a robot? It I goes love, back. I love when they get to the one gets decapitated and the others are like, <laughs> yeah, and then they shut down. Uh, very spooky. Like they're insane. This is this is how <laughs> this is how episode eight should have ended with Snoke. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> should have been, <laughs> and you'd be like, oh, oh no, what does it mean? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, there I is, the and I still feel that way. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this is this is nuts. There is, uh, I want to, I want to speak to it. So after I watched it, I said, this is my favorite episode of the show, of the show so far. If you guys remember episode one, didn't do a whole lot for me, but episode two did. And the kind of, uh, the show has been, is, has slowly been getting like way better in my eyes as it goes on. But one of the things that I didn't expect. So a little background, there's only ever been one moment in the MCU where I've ever exclaimed, uh, outside of a woo or a, or a yay or any, or any sort of cheers, like a, um, like a shock. I've only ever been shocked in the MCU once, and it's when Thanos snapped his fingers. Okay, yeah. That yeah, has yeah. happened. That has happened now twice because this episode shocked me. Yeah, I, I never, I never could have expected for me to care this hard about Morbius. <laughs> yes, uh, Morbius. Um, there are three. It's, it's, it's so. It's so crazy how hard that 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 death works. There are three incredibly shocking moments in this episode. One is is Mobius. Yeah. Two is the timekeepers <laughs> and, and like them being robots. Yeah. And three is Loki. Yeah. Loki uh right before the credits roll. Yeah. Uh being erased. Yeah. Um the second the second I see I saw Loki getting pruned, I knew I knew Owen Wilson was safe. Because I know they're not killing Loki. I knew they weren't going to do that. It would be bold as hell if they would have killed Loki. There was a moment. There was a moment. I'm not going to lie. I'm yeah. not going to pretend. Yeah. Like, there was a moment when he gets erased where I go, is this Sylvie's shows now? That's what like, I wish. Did they yeah. lie to us? It's yeah. like that shot of Loki with, like, the election, like, vote for me Loki. Like, is that just bullshit that they filmed to throw us off? Yeah. Because it wouldn't be the first time. And yeah. I'm like, yo, I'm about to, like. See, it. That's what I, that's what I wish. That's what I, that's what I like wanted the show to be. Cause like, that would have been a super cool thing to do with the character and just have like, Oh, I will be like the new Loki or whatever. Um, but I just knew they weren't going to do it. So the second I saw him print, I'm like, okay, he's going to go somewhere. Uh, and then there was a post-credit scene, which was awesome. But I still um, didn't think that the post-credits was going to be what it was no, either. That's the true, show's no. still throwing me curveballs. Yeah. Um, so man, there's just, like there's so there's much, so much there's so um, much. Um, well, I, I want to just you brought it up. Oh, you do go yeah. ahead if you have something. Well, I was just gonna say, like, because we we talked on the Kane thing, we're I'm sure we'll talk around Kang as the person who like walked out of uh Avengers Endgame and said, So who's next? And I'm like, Kang, it's Kang, baby, it's gotta be Kang. I'm so happy, guys. Yeah, I'm so happy it's Kang gonna rules. be Kang. Uh and like when you think of a villain who like who has like the scale of a Thanos, like they're they're like you can do something like a nihilist, you can do something like a Galactus, but like it's just there's not the personality there. It's, Kang's a dude who's nothing but personality. <laughs> it is too early to call it, yeah. obviously. Uh, I really am eager for the possibility that what we are going to see is like this entire next section of the MCU that would be like the, the parallel of the Thanos section will be 
Kang filtered throughout, yeah. but it's different moments of his timeline. Yeah. And so we're just going to get Kang peppered throughout I, all the MCU going forward for like the next decade. And I'm like, please. And the, please. And I'll say one more thing before we go to you, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> I just watched a video about Kang and all his incarnations. And there's literally like a dozen different Kangs. Yeah. There's even more than I anticipated. And it's really stupid, but it's also really fun. So like the fact that we can have a young Kang, old Kang, Egyptian Kang, uh, Immortus, a kid Immortus, uh, Iron Lad, all of these different characters under the same person. Um, plus a Fantastic Four are coming, and he's related to them. So, like, it's just, like, it's just, it makes me think of the future, and it's really bright. It's a very bright future. I want to, because we talked about Mobius already, I want to bring, I want to bring up his death. Because um, that's the first time, because as I said, that's the first time the MCU has shocked me since Infinity War is ending. Um, yeah. I did not see it coming. I did not expect it. And it was like I a think, Coulson for me. Oh, yeah, similar to a Coulson. Although yeah. I think I saw that one coming, but it's been so long that I don't remember. Yeah, it was like a, it was a while ago. Yeah, it's not the um, same like uh, the power of the moment. Yes. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, when because I thought they were gonna talk his way around. Owen Wilson's in the show. He's probably in the whole thing. Uh, and I thought that you know they were gonna do a fight and he's gonna get, they're gonna get away and Owen Wilson's gonna be fine or or whatever. Yeah. There's but yeah. go ahead. But no, it, it's just prune him and he's gone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I flipped. The moment that he was saying like when he looks down, he's like. You, you know, you asked me where I wanted to be, and I want to be where I was taken from. On a jet I bet ski. I have a jet ski, and yeah. I'm like, he's going to die. Yep. He's going to die right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and what I like about uh, Ravana, uh, who, who, who's been slowly been more and more in the show, she's like becoming more and more unhinged because like she she is so dedicated to the timekeepers, and she has to kill like her best friend. That's really yeah. that's is, that is a bummer so for is, her too. Is she dedicated to the timekeepers? Because she sure as shit doesn't seem surprised to know they're robots at the end. I think she's dedicated to maybe King. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking that too. Because I noticed immediately she's like, why isn't she freaking out about these robots? Mm-hmm. She 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 knows. Uh, or maybe she's just like, yeah, she has to know, right? Why wouldn't you freak out? If your gods weren't. <laughs> What's yeah. her character's name? The 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 girl from Lovecraft Country. What's her character's name in this? B- B- it's, a, it's a B- number, 15. so it's hard to remember. It's B fifteen and C twenty. C twenty is the other is the uh, the okay. one who got and her the actor's name is uh, Womi Musaku. Yeah, yeah. Because I can't pronounce her 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 name comfortably, yeah, yeah. so sure. I don't want to disrespect her. Uh, but her she's the MVP of this episode. Yeah, she's. Yes. I'm so glad she's in the show. I'm so oh, glad. they go back to Rock's cart. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like. Uh, because because she was she saw something and yeah. she's like I saw something, you you made it so I access something and she's like that's a trick and it's like no and it's like show me, oh she's like oh, I was happy and I'm so glad they did that thing that I love which is where you don't actually like need to show me whatever she's seeing I just need to see her feeling it and you let the you trust the actor to and do she's that like crying in the rain and, and Mosaku yeah. brings that um, yeah I oh, I love her so much I'm so happy for her uh so yeah um. So last week I said I think I thought it would be lame if like if if the TVA was just gonna show up and save Loki and Sylvie, but and they did, but not in the way I expected. So I didn't I didn't hate it. I thought I thought the the save the safe right before the apocalypse was really great. Uh, the Nexus event is them possibly falling for each other. Yeah, uh, the the showrunners have been talking about with the idea that like if, if Loki were to fall for someone, it would probably have to be himself. And like um, I'm. There are a lot Makes of people sense. who are like, oh, oh, this is like really weird and like incesty. I'm like, I mean, kind of, but like, it's, they're not the same person. It's not I, incest, it, though. It's not. It's not. It's just like, it guys, is very narcissistic. Guys, like, it's, if you yeah. want to go to like Norse stuff yeah, yeah, about yeah. Loki, like, this is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't bother me. Right, just, yeah, I know yeah. people are like, oh, it's like it's sister. I'm like, no, it's not. 
it's it's just him from another timeline oh don't we start this episode with uh we start this episode with um her on Asgard, Sylvia on Asgard. Oh right, little right. little yeah. She's playing with little toys. I guys, so, this is like this is still like one step. Sorry, just real quick on the like Sylvie Loki possible relationship stuff. This is still one step lower than like Homelander slightly being turned on by himself <laughs> in in the boys. So yeah. like let's let's just let it be. <laughs> yeah. The the so I said so I, I mentioned last week that um you know we talked about we're not sure if we're seeing Asgard too much or if we're seeing another Asgardian in this, but in the opening of the episode we see Asgard. Uh, and she, I, I really desperately want to know what was it that got her pruned, that got her timeline yeah. erased. And uh, that's what, that is what's so, so like awful as well, because, because Ravana's like, I don't even remember. Cause like at the end of the day, it's not actually important. Cause like they, she should just be allowed to live. Like yeah. it's, it's, it's some bullshit thing. Like, oh, she did this thing. And now we have to prune her because you know, she's not and the, the implication of this story is that she was just born a girl and not yeah. born uh, a man like Loki was. So yeah. the idea is that she was only, the only reason why she was pruned was because she was born. And that, that also sucks. Yeah. It's again, it's right, but like, it has so, to be something else at that point in time for them to have nabbed her because she's, she's like, they didn't have her at birth. Yeah. She's like, no, I know, but it's, it's what she's, it's what Sylvia is talking about. The idea that I was pruned because I was born and that's, that's what she's carried around. And I think that's really powerful, powerful motivation for her. She has like, maybe like the, the dopest, like like most tragic awesome backstory in the Marvel history. Like she was she was like she has spent her entire life growing up in like apocalypses, mm -hmm. just avoiding the TVA. And like that is the most hardcore thing I've ever heard in the MCU. It's the most comic book thing. It is the most comic book thing. That's something I read in a comic. I'm like, dude, this is That's what some a character. Rick and Morty bullshit. It. Rick and Morty. Somebody who wrote Rick and Morty wrote this episode. Yeah, yeah. Spo that's uh, that totally makes sense. That's yeah. that's that's uh. Yeah, I went and I lived through. I spent twenty years living in apocalypse moments. Yeah, just yeah. To hide uh, from. Super cool, man. Yeah. Um, Sylvie also has a different personality from Loki because she, like, straight away, she's playing a scenario of which Asgard is saved, uh, in her toys, and she constantly tries to get people to help. Like, she's trying to ask people to help other people before she escapes. And I think that's really interesting, creating a dichotomy that she's kind of like, she started as this really kind hearted person and then became this hardened Loki. Whereas, you know, we don't really know what Loki was like as a kid, but we know he was still mischievous because of the story with Thor, where he turned into a snake. Yeah. Um, that is that is really interesting, actually, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, like, maybe she wasn't destined to be as bad as Loki, but because the TVA, she turned into someone like Loki. Yeah, maybe. Like, that, that's like, that's kind of some like uh, altered destiny shit. That's really cool. And again, it, like, it, it goes back to what she is herself carrying internally, and it creates this really imaginative and interesting uh, character uh, weight for her that I'm, I'm really into. Mm hmm. Yeah, and all Lokis are like dangerous and mischievous. I think all versions of Loki, but they're not. We we have yet to encounter one that's truly a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Yet, yes. yet. Yes. Yo, wait until that <laughs> Richard E. Grant baby. Oh, Richard E. Grant looks ridiculous, and I love it. I, bro, I can't believe this year that we had Paul Bettany in that stupid Vision Halloween costume in a show, and Richard E. Grant in that old ass looking Loki is, outfit. Like so, like yeah. The, there's a post credit scene, and it's it's four Lokis. People that can't forget the the crocodile, the crocodile Al Loki, Jesus crocodile Christ. Loki. Um, but yeah, you got classic Loki. You got young Loki who is straight from Young Avengers, the same outfit, uh, which mm -hmm. is fantastic. And then you got boastful Loki, who I'm not familiar with, but it looks like he might be also a Thor because he's got a hammer. Because he's got the hammer, he might be like a blend of Loki. That and Thor. is sick. 
And then also again, uh, Crocodile Loki. What the hell's that about? I mean, but the big the big one is that I forgot Richard E. Grant was in the show. I yeah, remember too. hearing about it ages ago, and it was off my mind. I, we did too. I think a lot of people were like, "Oh, is he going to play like an old version of Loki?" Because that dude's like perfect for that kind of thing. And then we just forgot about it a year ago. And then yeah, that's exactly what he is. So when like, his voice like, shows up, when his voice shows up, not yet, but you will be. I'm like, oh damn. <laughs> so, so, um, when people get pruned, do we think that they get transported to a world with other versions of themselves? Or is this, or I is think, this a different situation? Because that's you, what I you think know. It is. You know my opinion because yeah. we talked about this, and like I think that this is the file cabinet that we joked about. Yeah, this is the file cabinet where they're stored in. Where I said like they're not actually pruning anyone; they're not being erased. They're actually just being stored somewhere. Yeah. This is where they're stored. They're stored in these. But I do think that each one is potentially like unique yeah. to that to that person. So like all their variants go to one specific place. I think so like that. This yeah. location might be full of just loki variants i think because this um oh, i'm gonna excuse me um this uh we see in the background avengers tower um yeah. so this is like a destroyed new york uh i think you hypothesized but i, I agree i think this is maybe this is because he's classic loki richard e. grant this is a loki who won on his world and now the world's destroyed but it all sucks and now he's just stranded on it and this is where they send all the lokis it's like well you won loki congratulations you suck well the interesting question about it is that that this rate that this raises because now we know that if loki was if loki survived being pruned or whatever he was transported somewhere then that probably means other variants have the the thing that becomes interesting is if their little bomb can erase an entire timeline including the people in that timeline why don't they just place the bomb why do they take variants why don't why doesn't that bomb destroy the variants as well so there's got to be a reason why they're taking these people and putting them someplace I think I think it's a it's like a person by person basis like you know like Pompeii like like those villagers they don't need those villagers but if there was like a special Loki there like they would take that Loki and like like send them to the magical place where the rest kind of just die right that's what I'm that's what I'm saying so there's yeah. so you know I, I kind of took it at face value at first but I never really considered the idea that like there has to be a reason that they're taking variants otherwise their bomb thing would have just erased them anyway yeah uh, I have a feeling that uh, the file cabinet thing is basically like the TVA is full of variants. And when something happens, they just pluck another variant and mind wipe them and put them in, in their place. Potentially, I yeah. think we're going to go to a planet. I just, I, cause I just want to think of the comics again. The TVA is run by nothing but more Mobiuses. It's, it's hundreds of Mobiuses. So I'm, I really hope we go to a planet and it's nothing but Owen Wilson's. I really, really want that dream to be a reality. <laughs> just really bad. Oh, I, uh, you know what it is. It's just backup. Yeah, like like all of it, all of them are just backups for the future yeah. of the TVA in whatever version. Let's say Kang yeah. is is planning to have it like it's a constant, consistent workforce uh, to just bring out more, put them back into work. So like, if anyone's killed in the TVA, exactly. it's like great, I replace yeah. them, and TVA lasts forever, and my timeline is perfect. It's um, capitalism survives everywhere, even so in the, the TVA. The other thing we see is uh, Sith. Makes her triumphant yeah. return to the MCU. Man, I I love every time we talk. Like, do you think this character will show up? Like, no way, Jose. Not. There's no Asgardians in the show. Next episode. Hey, what's up, Sif? Sif. <laughs> it's so good. I, I was really happy it was Sif, not just because I really like that actress. Uh, I really I missed her in Ragnarok. Um, but it's it's fun to kind of have her be from a, a clearly a, a younger point in, their, in both their timelines, where Loki just cut off her hair, and that was the thing yeah. that happened. A pre a pre Thor memory. Yeah. yeah. I really, I really thought that was a lot of fun, and there's so there's 
every time we cut back to it because we know he's stuck on a time loop but every time we cut back to it it looks like he's about to break the time loop by like apologies and whatnot and then it doesn't happen he just gets kicked again and like she, instead of punching him she reaches for his hand picks him up but then like knees him yeah yeah, yeah. um I, I like the last one that she didn't knee him but she still said the same dialogue oh like oh the like, one where he like gets through to her kind of and, and she's says, like, like you'll always be alone yeah yeah and he says like and i am terrified of being alone and, and she like acknowledges it doesn't hit him but still says the same dialogue that she has to say as a memory yeah yeah uh yeah i really i really like her inclusion and the fun part about that is when when that happened she posted on instagram that she's not going anywhere which means she's definitely in love and thunder well we knew that she actually elaborated and said that her stuff is going to go even further than good good which means that she's around for a while so Yay, congrats, Jamie Alexander. It's nice to have you appear yes. back in the MCU after all this time. Well, um, I mean, obviously, because in Ragnarok, they didn't include her because they were just going to kill the Warriors 3, and they didn't want to kill her. Um, that wasn't the reason, though, that she wasn't in Ragnarok. She was, well, yeah, she, was, she, was she had that show. What was it? Blind, right. blind Spot? Blind spot. Tattoos yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so it just kind of worked out serendipitously ser- 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 uh, that yeah. she doesn't get killed. Uh, which is also the reason why she never appeared in Endgame. Uh, Endgame. Uh, she makes no cameo appearance in Endgame either uh, because of Blindspot, which is fine. Schedules. Because um, I imagine she, we would have had a brief return of her in the same way we see Tessa Thompson in Endgame, which is the new Asgard on Earth. Mm-hmm. That's when we would have seen Sif again. But we um, get Korg and Meek. Yes, we get Korg and Meek. Great, great additions. Ain't yes. mad about it. Uh, yeah, uh, there was more. There was more tempad stuff in this episode, and I liked it. Um, it's like I still have that problem with like the like the the previous episode or whatever. But like I like I like the idea of like basically oh like he stole her iPhone uh, yeah. to get all of her information. Um, and I, I really I, I like that what what Loki says to him gets to him. Like he's like, there's okay, you know what? I just gotta I just gotta be sure. And he, that's why he steals her tempad and be like, I need to I need to know. And then he realizes the truth, and I and he it's like okay, well, gotta do something because yeah. he's like he's on he's untrusting the whole time. Um, the 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 implication being Mobius was always somewhat suspicious. Mm-hmm. He's too sharp. Mm-hmm. Um, Mobius has like he's had a good arc in the episodes, but this is where his like his his whole his whole motivation and his whole function as a character oh, almost does a great job in this episode. That's what it is. Um, the, the whole character's uh, ID uh, motivation and ideology is so very clear how he feels betrayed by Loki, but he also needs to uh, allow curious, himself though. to listen. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, the, the interrogation scene where he's like, he let me down kind of thing. He really did want to look at Loki as a friend yeah. um, and uh, Loki trying to reach back, but him not wanting to trust it because it means that everything he believes in is, he has to acknowledge it's everything truly you know is wrong. Um, really love it. Uh, I love the moment when he comes back and gets him out of the, the time prison and he says, you know, like, you can be whatever you want like a good person just in case no one ever told you that before. Oh, that was so good, yeah. Uh, yeah. And right before he gets killed in front of him, which yeah. uh, I so the thing I was going to say earlier, because we were talking about this being like a Colson moment, man, if it comes to the last episode and Loki's like, there's somebody else you pissed off. His name was Mobius. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> I'll be like, nice. That'd be so good. good. Well, good. That, that would match up because this Loki's yes, last thing we heard. That's yeah. what he was told by Tony. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. I didn't even consider yeah. that. I love that. Uh, so what do we think is going to happen with the Loki, 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 and Loki? 
honest to God, have no idea. I have no idea. I have a feeling they are already on their own mission to try to get out of here when Loki arrives. And it's like, oh, another Loki to help us. Cool. We have an idea how to get out of here. Because, mm-hmm. uh, like, I, I, I mean, I don't expect any of these, like... No, that's a lie. I expect some of these characters to stay around. I don't think you introduce a young Loki with all this young Avengers shit happening and, and you just prune him. So uh, I, I have no idea as well. Oh, you think he'll be he'll be added to the young Avengers I don't, roster? I don't think any of these... I think one. I think one. I think classic Loki might die. I don't think you need him. I don't think you're going to keep Richard E. Grant around yeah. past this. I think you'll keep young Loki um, for the future somehow. Right. No, yeah. I can see that. I can see them keeping. I know we talked about a, a bit about Hiddleston. This kind of being Hiddleston's swan song potentially. Um, how uh, how maybe we didn't know that was what this was, but it could turn into that. I but I could conceivably see them keeping Loki, Hiddleston, and Kid Loki in the timeline somewhere. Yeah. Um, Kid Loki, obviously, being in the second Young Avengers, they could just fold that into uh, into the whatever Young Avengers they're building and have uh, Hiddleston, Loki, and Sylvie off in the timeline somewhere. Yeah, I mean that's like what the comics do. Like, I do, they, I do think there's, I do think there's room for Hiddleston's Loki to stick around. I'm just not sure what that is, and it wouldn't surprise me if this was his way to step away. So there's rumors, always rumors, but like there's there will be a second season of Loki that they're talking about doing it, but I. Until I see what the, the show how it ends, I have no idea what that even means. Because like right. I like I love Tom Hiddleston, but like you know, if you have a good way to end his character, it then is, there's other Lokis to well, explore. Well, it is interesting because there's nothing that says because we are existing in like like if you ask me, oh, structure out the chronology of the MCU, I would put Loki immediately after Endgame because mm-hmm. that's what the trail you're following, and nothing here is happening in a pocket that actually relates to the main timeline's flow. Yeah, so. There's nothing that says that the stuff in the season has to resolve in a way where, like, we have to pick up any of its elements immediately in the main timeline, which That's means true. that they can just revisit this at a later date. And this one, this one more than the others, more than WandaVision or Falcon and Winter Soldier, where they have to kind of obey what are the movies doing and work in that that tandem. Loki doesn't necessarily have to until it wants to. It's like Doctor Who. Time doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah it doesn't have to go back into the main MCU's chronology until it decides it wants to. Um, and who knows, like, this show might, like, destroy that timeline in a way or or do something new to it or like you know what i mean like do we still do we still think like what is going to happen at the end of this show in terms of like how the sacred timeline is considered what's happening with the tba that that is going to be part of the catalyst of multiverse stuff that's going to yes. spill into spider-man going to spill into what Doctor if strange what if yeah uh-huh what if i 100 percent think i basically think that the sacred timeline is just it's a road and there's hundreds of thousands of other roads that are not being built because they don't want to. And then once they open that bridge, all those roads are just going to explode. And then all of those other multiverse things are going to gonna. Happen. I'm going to throw out my, like, you know, I bet I know who's in the post-credits of this season. Uh, the very last episode post-credits. Spider-Man. I bet, I bet we see you want to. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I bet that it just primes up what if. Because what if is coming next? That's the next show, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that I think that whatever happens in this show is going to prime up what if. I'm not sure if i'm on the spider-man doctor strange thing yet um i but that's more along the lines of that i found the show to be entirely unpredictable i don't know where it's going to end but i do think where it ends does prime up what if and that's why we haven't seen anything for what if yet. yeah i because there's so many like like apparently there's supposed to be a spider-man trailer like yesterday or whatever like there's been a like, spider-man trailer every every week for the past three months I, I honestly have a feeling that they might wait two weeks for loki to finish maybe just that's, because that's, i i'm really curious of that too because i'm like if it's a multiverse thing that's what that movie I do, is i do think like if yeah 
okay, we know that there's multiverse stuff. So um, I do think that like some amount of whatever happens here is like ripple effect event into Spider-Man, even if there's not going to be like a, in Spider-Man, someone's going to go, this thing Loki. happened in TVA, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, even yeah, if they yeah. don't explain it, you're going to go like, oh, these things are kind of in tandem at the same moment. The timeline would would more or less be allowed to line up because if you're following Loki immediately after Endgame, whatever the catalyst event is, when it spills into the main MCU, would only be a few months after the events of Endgame. Spider-Man uh, Far From Home, No, uh, no, no Way, Way Home, Home uh, both taking place in that kind of time period mm -hmm. um, because No Way Home is going to be really abruptly following the previous Spider-Man outing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it'll, uh, I think that some crazy stuff will happen, but I definitely feel like uh, at this moment, uh, I'm leaning towards we see Watu uh, by the time it, Literally just like a, like a one-shot hit going like, uh-uh, mm -hmm. uh-uh. What if King trapped Watu? I that that doesn't seem likely because we've already seen a bunch of other watchers in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Yeah, but not yeah, but our watcher. Those aren't our watchers, true. But but Uatu isn't really he doesn't really well, I mean recently he but like he's kind of just he watches. He doesn't really do anything. So I don't I don't have I don't see a reason to capture him because all he does is watch things. Mm -hmm. It's right. just his job. I'm just spitballing. Oh no, I yeah. get you. If if like Iwatu is like, oh, we actually he comes down, he's like, oh, we can't deal with this. Then King shows up, like, oh, now we got so much shit happening. It wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if Iwatu was like the the mechanism by which uh, for the MCU a lot of the non comic reading audience, Iwatu by showing up at the end of the show is allowed to kind of be like the voice that's like, let's look at the macro of what's happening, and that's what if. But that can also where what if ends can also spill over into the lead into Spider Man to be like Uwatu being like, this is going to ripple out everywhere, and that's kind of how you get your narration yeah. piece of like that's that's big extrapolation. But um, uh, it it is nice because I'm enjoying Loki so much. Like if you tell me there's going to be another season, I'm totally fine with it, especially because like the rules of regular MCU stuff doesn't have to uh, confine this show. Just like Monsters Inc to what's the new show monsters at work monsters yeah. at work if like season two of loki is like a new tva and they're actually doing like good time stuff and it's just like good lo like loki hanging out the tva i watch that sh i would watch that show every single day give me like um, that sounds cool now, now they're after variants that are abusing the yeah system. something like that sure yeah. it's more things, doctor who marvel one of the things that i found was interesting oh professor gamble um sorry one, of the, one of the things that i found interesting i really wish he would show up in the show but i don't think it's gonna happen season two um one of the things I find interesting is that, you know, when WandaVision was first announced, we thought that that was going to be the lead into the multiverse because of Do because her arc leads into Doctor Strange and the multiverse of madness. And it and we were pretty confident even watching the show that it was going to happen. And now I find it interesting that it looks like Loki is the is the one that introduces the multiverse and not WandaVision. I just think that was we were totally off in the, our initial speculations when these were announced. Yeah, uh, definitely unexpected. And it's really nice to like. Because, you know, sometimes you, you expect things, uh, and then it's just really nice to be totally 100% surprised. Yeah. Uh, and you're like, oh, well, we have, like, four different Lokis in the show right now, and, like, Richard E. Grant's here, and there's, like, an alligator. I'm like, that's, man, who could have predicted that? He looks so dumb in that costume. I love it so much. Dude, I cannot wait to hear the story of him fighting the Avengers and kicking their asses or whatever. Like, oh, my God. If we see, like, a, even, like, a second flashback of him just going, like, ah, oh, man. I'm so I mean, excited. They, they even did the horn, the drastic horns. and the Oh, yeah. Yeah, love it. Looks so good. All right, uh, I'm not sure if I have much more. No, this this stellar show. Again, if this were the finale, like the finale, I'm like, oh man, like where do we go from here? Like the the TVA has been like decapitated with robots. I'm like, cool. This show was a great. I loved it. It was super science fictiony. What? I got two more hours. 
Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm really curious to learn about Ravana's actual knowledge of things in mm -hmm. the next episode, which obviously we're going to get. Maybe not immediately in the next episode. That that's possible. We might just be with Loki the whole. I think episode. the next episode will be that whole. <clears throat> it's possible. Yeah. It's possible. We might not do a lot of cutting between the two. Um, just like the episode before this one, where we were just with Loki and Sylvie, Lamentis. we didn't cut back to the TVA. Yeah. Um, but I do think that we we will soon this episode or the next, whenever it happens, I want that that Sylvie confronting Ravana and being like, "Tell me what the heck is going on." And Ravana clearly has more information than she's ever let on before. Mm -hmm. Um with the way that she's positioned there. Yeah. Uh, she's not, she knows that pruning doesn't actually do what it, they think it does because she's not afraid to be pruned in that moment. Mm -hmm. She's like, yeah, oh, do true. it. And I don't think that's a, yeah, I'm that's ready a, to that's die. A that's point. a, that's a, I'll be fine. Do that's it. a good point. Like she's a cop who knows like if she gets arrested. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to, I want to say real quickly. Uh, I just thought of this, but <clears throat> it really, sorry, real quick. Like that, that pruning would just allow her to escape Sylvie. That's not really, that's it, she knows that's not really getting rid of me. That's just a, Hey, Kang will go pop me out of there. I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, go ahead. Well, one of the things that I think is interesting is whenever Loki dies, we don't spend a lot of time on it. Um, when quote unquote dies. Cause the only time that we, well, nobody ever thought he was killed at the end of Thor, but you know, Thor was the longest time that we figured that he was out of commission until the Avengers. But in dark world, when he dies, one of the next scenes is he's we know that he's the guard who shows up to check on him mm -hmm. um the only time that we've ever spent time away from his death to not immediately reveal that he's not dead was in infinity war and i think that was a good a good way to juxtapose into this where we see him get pruned in this one we think he's dead and then we don't have long to wait before it's revealed that he's not yeah, right. I think that's, I, that's interesting. That's cool. Yeah, I, I, this isn't a negative, but like, I immediately knew Loki wasn't dead. Like, I once Owen Wilson yeah. was pruned, I, I, I was shocked. But I, I knew they weren't killing their main character. As much as I would love for this to become a Sylvie show, I knew they weren't doing it because I've seen trailers from the, from the, I've seen footage from the trailers that we haven't seen yet. That just, mm -hmm. that's yeah, but you can't always trust that. No, you can't. But like, that's well, why, that's about, like they're in New York. That's why I said earlier that like. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yes, obviously, like yeah. now we know, but like before we saw the post credits, course, when yeah. he was, when the moment was happening, there was a part of me that went, oh, what if they just got us again? I, I like like yeah. the Hulk rushing in Infinity War. Oh shot no, yeah, yeah. And that, that kind but of that's thing. Like, that's what I was talking about. The idea yeah. that like the 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 audience know the you don't want to spend too much time on a fake Loki death because we've seen so many of them. You got to immediately tell the audience, yeah, okay, yeah. you know this is fake. There you go. We we're not going to wait till the next week. We're going to show you right away. He's not actually dead. This is a tease for the next thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and man, it ended it ended like the same way that like it, the shot because there was like a side by side on Twitter of like of like his shot in Avengers, like when the that. Avengers are like looking right at him. And I'm like, there's a lot of those shots in in the in the show of like mirroring other things he's done. I'm like, man. and when and when he when he gets pruned, it's very similar to when Vision is dying in uh, Wandavision. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. um. Good, good shit. This is a good show, you guys. Yeah, I'm very, I'm sure very, very happy about it. All right, should we get out of here then? Let's variant our way out of here. Oh, Ben's not here. I don't know if we said that. Ben's not here uh, this time. No variant decides to join <laughs> this us. This is not an audio show, so like they'll know that Ben <laughs> no, is not I'm just here. Yeah. Also, like we're done. I just thought it was, it was yeah. um, But you can find Ben at Ben Magnet Twenty Seven yeah. on all social medias. I, I hear um, he's there sometimes. Yeah. All right, so that'll do it. Um, Make sure to like this video and subscribe to this channel, and you can get some of the other shows on this channel, uh, such as our Fake Nerds Watch series, where we've done more things. We talked about a lot. We talked about 
Lovecraft Country a lot these past couple of days between our main show and this because of the actress in it. Um, but we did a Figments Watch for Lovecraft Country. If you want to check out that show, check out our, our Figments Watch series. We've got a ton of those up could on you, this channel. Real quick, could you imagine if like that's the connection? Because like they both worked on Lovecraft Country. That's how like, oh man, like like let's like like oh I know a good guy. Let me get him in the show. I'm just saying that's <laughs> great reunion. Um, yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, of course you can check our Victor's uh, Book Club, Basement Arcade, Basement Arcade Pause Mini, which just put out a um. A uh, new episode of E3 um, and Animation Station is our refreshment show. Uh, so that sparks a show. Uh, I think that's everything on YouTube. And you can also check out our audio feed for Conversation, which is my show where I talk to podcasters. And of course, there's the Mothership Show, the Fakner podcast herself, um, where you can check out where we talk about news and reviews and book clubs and all the sorts of things. We're a very general show. Uh, this week, we are, it's up now. Uh, we reviewed Luca, the new Disney Pixar original that's on Disney+. Plus. Um, you can check that out now. Uh, this coming week, we're going to be talking about Black Widow. Speaking of the MCU, oh. Black Widow is finally here. It's finally time to go back to the movies to watch the MCU and not going to just... be so much MCU talk this week because there's Loki and there's more Loki and there's Black Widow. Oh, baby. Uh, we love the MCU. We love to be in it. We're happy to be back. Oh, um, yeah. And that's a, and that, you know, of course, that's all you can find all all of us and whatnot. Fakner podcast on all the social medias, Fakner guys, email uh, at gmail.com. I'm at BT McClure on Instagram and Twitter. As I mentioned, Ben is Ben magnet 27 on Instagram and Twitter sparks. Uh, you can find me just riding that Kang train, baby at sparks witty on Instagram and Twitter. S P A R K Z witty uh, all aboard to that conspiracy theory. Absolutely. <laughs> and Ryan, uh, I'm DJ Tony snark everywhere. All right. And, uh, yeah, I think that's that's all I have to say about that one. So make sure, again, like this video, subscribe to this channel. Until next week, next time you see us, stay fake, nerds. Stay pruny.